The Chinese Lantern for Pleasure and in Ill Health. Physelis alkakengi, popularly known as the Chinese or Japanese Lantern, or Winter or Bladder Cherry, has sometimes been mistakenly called the Cape Gooseberry, which is a separate but related species, Physalis peruviana. It has also been confused with a completely different Chinese gooseberry or kiwi fruit. It has had a variety of other names in the lengthy history of its use by humans as a herbal medicine, a dessert fruit, and a decorative plant. This podcast about it is presented by Anthony Dayan, a garden fellow of the Royal College of Physicians of London, where it is grown in the Pharmacopoeia londinensis beds in the medicinal plant garden. It is a perennial herbaceous plant up to 60 centimetre tall with creamy yellow flowers succeeded by bright orange papery lanterns, the angulated calices around single orange-red berries, the fruit up to 2 centimetre diameter. The calices eventually become appealingly diaphanous shrouds, hence the evocative French name Amour en cage and the more descriptive German Lampionblume. The name Physalis comes from the Greek for bladder and Alkakengi from an ancient Persian word for medicine. The species probably originated in Asia Minor, but its reasonably forgiving horticultural needs and attractiveness have long encouraged extensive domestic and commercial cultivation in many temperate regions, particularly in China and Japan. Related local species in Central South America include the tomato and tomatillo. Physalis alkakengi is a member of the Solanaceae family, but differs from its distant, more notorious relatives for example, deadly nightshade and the mandrake, in not producing such poisonous alkaloids as atropine and hyacinth. Even though 16th century authors such as Matthiolus and Fuchs classified it with the Solanaceae on the basis of the apparently similar toxic effects of its roots and leaves. The fruit which is the only non-toxic part of the plant, does contain a complex mixture of saponins, flavonoids, phytosterols, carbohydrates, coumarins, xanthines, and some tropane alkaloids other than atropine and its congeners. It also contains vanilloid chemicals, and it is the mixture that probably provides the appealingly tart flavour. All other parts of the plant are considered toxic to livestock and humans, probably because of their content of the tropane glycoalkaloid solanine that may cause gastroenteritis and in large doses cardiac and brain dysfunction. The unripe fruits are exceedingly bitter and should be regarded as if toxic. The history of use of this plant in herbal medicine can be traced back at least to Dioscorides Materia Medica of 70 AD, where he described it as a diuretic, an action repeated by medieval herbalists such as the Flemish Dodoens and his English translator Light, both writing in the late 1500s. Pliny, 70 AD, was more cautious, 
calling it a most dangerous herb, noting that the root induced hallucinations, disinhibited behaviour, coma and death. The fruit was then called vesicaria because it lay in a seed pod looking like a stone in a bladder and so was thought to be good for treating bladder stones. Culpepper, in his English Physician of 1652, drawing on the college's Pharmacopoeia Londonensis of 1618, said that the winter cherry was of great value for kidney and urinary problems as it could ease the passage of small stones through the urinary tract. That action might now be attributed to the effect of solanine in prolonging the effect of the natural signal molecule acetylcholine released by nerves that inhibits contraction of smooth muscles there and in the intestines and elsewhere. Believers in the doctrine of signatures, such as the herbalist William Cole in 1657, continued this belief as its appearance like a bladder with a stone or fruit inside was held to indicate its value in treating urinary problems and bladder stones. Whether it really is a diuretic, just ought to be one because of what it looks like, is an unanswered question. In Chinese medicine from earlier times, there has been more emphasis on, on it as a febrifuge and on the treatment of infections in the chest and throat, coughs and excessive phlegm, with extracts of the calyx, root and fruit, as well as claims for a sedative action and the relief of urinary disorders. Those uses were first described in works attributed to the mythical Emperor Shen Nong as far back as the last millennium BCE. Extracts of the Chinese lantern plant are still employed in traditional Chinese medicine and in much the same ways in Japan, based on their lengthy history. They lack any formal herbal registration in the West. There is active research into their biological actions in China and Iran, leading to many claims of possible value as anti-infective, anti-cancer and blood pressure lowering therapies speculatively linked to some of the unusual physalin steroids it contains. The look of the fruit and its enjoyable taste have led to its use as a fruit and as a flavouring agent in meat and fish dishes in Middle Eastern and Oriental cuisines for many centuries. It's often found as an attractive house plant in the West. Definitely a plant to be enjoyed for the beauty and unique taste of its fruit, but one for which many will regard any medicinal value as yet to be proven. The Royal College of Physicians of London and its garden containing almost 1,100 plants from the history and development of medicine lie in the southeast corner of Regent's Park. The garden is freely open to the public during the week from 9 to 5. Further information about it can be obtained from the website garden.rcplondon.ac.uk. If you would like to know more about the garden and its unique collection of plants, 
or to use the database of information about the naming, history and uses of the plants, come on one of the free guided tours, which are held on the first Wednesday of every month from March to October, from 2 to 3.30. To book a place, please phone reception at the college on 020-3075-1200 or email reception at rcplondon.ac.uk. You can also book a free guided tour of the prize-winning college buildings through reception or on the website www.rcplondon.ac.uk forward slash museum hyphen garden.